0: Welcome back to another episode of the Resellers Mindset Podcast. My name is Mike, also known as the Used Book Guy on YouTube, along with my friend and fellow full-time reseller, Johnny B. We help people start and grow their reselling businesses from the ground up. We also have a weekly Zoom call and private Discord for all YouTube members. Head on over to youtube.com backslash Guy to join the channel and gain access to the full-length podcast, Zoom call, and private Discord today let's get into this week's episode. What is up, everybody? Welcome in episode 21. Or wait, wait it, it, we're all over the place here if you're watching on YouTube, whatever. We just throw a, a bunch of fingers up to get to 21, even though I was well over 21. Today's topic is going to be momentum in your reselling business, kind of the ebbs and flows of you know just reselling in general. And we were kind of talking a little bit here before we started. I've had a crazy week I'm not sure what Johnny B. Johnny B is a little bit different, right? He's more consistent with his work schedule than I am. I can sit here and admit that. So I'll be curious to see like how momentum works and kind of works for him and works against him sometimes because he has employees and everything like that versus myself where, you know, if I have a bad, crappy day, I can just shut it down and say, hey, you know what, Mike, today's not the day for you. (laughs) Live the fight another day. So uh, I guess we can start here kind of like, Just your idea of momentum and reselling before we kind of get into our previous week of reselling business. Sure. Uh, I
1: think there is momentum in the sense of you reach a critical mass of a bunch of work uh, and then you get to pay off for that. That's what I consider what you're building momentum to get. Um, And consistency ties into momentum, I think, 100%. um, Because you're not consistent, you, you don't get momentum. It's like... Two steps backwards, one step forward, kind of deal. Um, so I think you need consistency in order to even have momentum. Personally, and that's why I work a pretty rigid schedule, like you mentioned. Uh, what do you, What do you consider consider uh, momentum?
0: I mean, you, you hit it on the head, right? You got to be consistent because if you just, you know, but but then again, you know, how can you have momentum if you're doing this part time? I I think it really depends on how you look at it, right? You might look at momentum different than me. You you know you have this outlook of you, you're already looking ten years down the road, right? So your momentum is kind of all building up towards that end goal where maybe somebody like myself or somebody's part time is like momentum for me is making sure I go out once a week this month every single week and that's momentum. So it's different kind of where you're at in your business and kind of just your mentality on things. And I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. I think it just comes down to being consistent is how you create the momentum in your business. No,
1: oh, yeah, one hundred percent. Now. Uh, you mentioned my employees. Uh, consistency gets there. That that gets accomplished by using good old eBay's draft bank. Because I told them, as long as we got a two-week buffer in there, you guys need a week off to do, I don't know, your family holiday nonsense, or you got final. Like I got a college kid, so you got final exams you need to cram for. That's cool. As long as you do the work ahead of time, I'm cool with it. Take your week off. Don't care. As long as we built the momentum with the consistency to be able to do
0: that. I like I like I actually really like that kind of your spin on that, because, you know, when you work a normal job, that doesn't exist. Right. You know, there ain't Johnny B is not your boss and he's not going to tell you, hey, you can just disappear for a week as long as we have X, Y and Z done ahead of time. Yeah. And in your normal job, that doesn't exist. You can get as far ahead as you want. I've, I've been there, you know, store manager with CBS and. I could be far ahead of everybody else and I can't just go say, hey, you know, if this came up, I need three, four or five days off in a row. It just doesn't exist. And you're kind of creating an environment, which I think is good because it motivates people, right? Like, hey, we stay on top of our stuff. If I want to go to Disney World next week, i am just say, hey, Johnny B, hey, I see where we're at with the draft bank. You know, I'm, I'm going to meet Mickey Mouse. And you're like, hey, have a good time. I'll see you when you get back.
1: And it works another way. I made it another incentive for him. And he he just took advantage of it today, actually, because we just had a discussion this week. I was like, I don't care what you do. All this extra crap I do that I make you do outside of your listings and photography, I don't care. If you want to just take off after that, I'm cool with it. I'm really only paying you for the photography and listing. I'm just giving you optional hours to do this or that. Uh, also, if you want to work ahead to finish your list, because he had four, he's usually scheduled four days, my college kid. He decided to do four days of listings and three. So he could have the day off. I'm like, that works for me and I got to pay you less. So sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, that's a win-win and you know, I, 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 I like the, the whole kind of mentality you have down there when it comes to, you know, you're that guy, no matter what, you're going to be there every day. And you, and I I was the same way when I was at CVS, right? Something comes up. I 100% understand there's a snowstorm. Listen, you crash your car on your way to CVS, CVS ain't buying you a new car. So stay at home. It's not a big deal. I'll deal with it, right? And that's kind of the approach you take in your reselling business is that I'm always going to be here. I'm always going to deal with it. It's fine if things come up. I understand life happens. It just doesn't happen for me because that is my business. And, you know, I treat it like a, you know, newborn baby. And that's, I mean, that's a good, good way to be, you know, nobody would, really whine about working for somebody like yourself, where you give so much flexibility, but it's not to the point where people just walk on you, right? You got a fine line where, you know, people can't cross. So if they do walk on me, I got two weeks to find somebody else. Yeah. And and it, it all builds momentum in your business because people are like, hey, let's get this done, right? Everybody comes together. Hey, you know, everybody besides you wants to take off for the next 10 days, right? So be it, because you you set it out like, hey, we got two weeks and let's get there and let's keep it going. And, you know, if something comes up, it's not a big deal. So you basically yeah. create momentum within other people, which is kind of a completely different way to look at it versus, you know, just being myself and kind of having to, to create your own momentum.
1: Right. I get it. They have lives. They want to go do something fun with their friends because the, the two I have, they're one's 22 and one's 18. So they want to do all the funsy stuff. Right. They're, they're still in that mode. Like like you and me are like 10, 15 years older than me, And we're like, eh, I,
0: same thing every day for me kind of deal. Yeah. So I'll kind of give it, kind of give people a rundown of the crazy moment momentum filled week I had. Right. So I haven't been out to my furthest thrift stores about an hour and 10 minutes away, one way driving. so I took that trip out there early in the week and, um, Drove all the way. Well, wait, no, we're going to backtrack even before this. We're going to talk Saturday and Sunday, even though it's kind of Saturday, kind of can be considered last week. But I packed my one box of FBA I had, so that was completely done. <clears throat> Monday morning hits, restock limits on Amazon. I get cut by 350. So if I wanted to pack that box before Monday, I would not have been able to send in those. I think it was like right around 50 items. I would have been stuck sitting on those items until restock limits decide to move again, which could be March 1st, March, whenever they feel like doing it. So my week started off good, right? Because I'm like, hey, I got it done on the weekend because that's gotten me before. I did not pack my boxes on the weekend. And then the restock limits hit and I'm stuck with all this stuff. So I'm like, yeah, suckers, I got you beat this time around. So I I get my stuff to UPS. It's a good week. I'm like, all right, we're going to drive out to my furthest thrift stores. I didn't record anything because I kind of just wanted to be focused on getting in and out of stores. And I probably went to like eight thrift stores that day. And so I didn't record any YouTube videos. Um, There's a time and a place for that, right? I don't record every single store I go into. I try to kind of pick my spots. And if I'm going further out, I want to be more efficient. I'm going to be having to record before I go in and then while I'm in there and then a wrap up for it. When I got a whole car full of books, I got to keep things separated. So I was in and out of these thrift stores. I actually did pretty decent. You know, I came back probably you know, I would say maybe around 80 items, which isn't bad for my new trigger set. So I I was happy with the trip. So I'm, you know, I'm, I'm feeling good about myself, right? I get everything listed merchant fulfilled, like a good start to the week. So, uh, somebody reaches out to me that day. Hey, I I work at a church church is about 45 minutes away. Um, we got all these, uh, extra books. We had a yard sale and these are the books, nobody, you know, that we couldn't sell. So, Deb did a little research, shout out to Deb. They don't, they don't put like their book sale on book sale finder or anything like that. So, you know, it's kind of, just like a local church, local, you know, yeah. local kind of deal. So I'm like, Hey, you know, thanks for reaching out. Uh, send me a few pictures. And the guy's like, all right. Yeah. So he finally gets back to me. So I go out there Wednesday and uh, he sends me pictures. He said, this is just some of the stuff, right? You know, a bunch of boxes of books. So I'm like, all right, you know, 45 minutes is a commitment, right? You're driving basically an hour and a half, one, round trip. So, you know, it's going to be some guests and it's basically going to be almost your whole day. So I'm planning on, I clean out the car fully, right. Clean, get everything out of the car, drive out there. So I show up and it was literally the boxes he sent me and maybe one more or two more stacks of old books that were just like national geographic magazines Mm -hmm. that were, and like the crappy, like old school, like trade books, like how to, how to wire your house or like how to, how to do drywall so I'm like, all right, you know, it's a church, right? So it's it's feel good anyway, right? So I wound up spending like 20 bucks. Cause I I'm don't paying... feel good, Mike. I don't feel good right now. I'm paying 15 cents a pound, right? So I wound up spending 20 bucks. It's whatever. A little I, little I, better. I get back, I scan the whole thing. I get one book for FBA and one book for Merchant Fulfill. The Merchant Fulfill was like $6 and the FBA was, I think, like 27. So I'm already in the green, right? So I'm like, all right, whatever. Everything else, I take the second in Charles and they take it all and I get like, I think it was $32 in cash or like $55 in credit. So I'm I'm kind of pissed off, right? Because yeah, it was a church, but yeah, I was expecting to fill up the car, right? I even asked the guy, <laughs> I said, how many books do you have? Like, do I need to like, you know, rent a U-Haul or can I, sh-? he said, oh, you probably can fill up a minivan. All right. So, so for those, so reference here is. I have a Hyundai Sonata, four-door Sonata with a pretty decent sized trunk. So I'm like, all right, a minivan, like I'm easily going to be able to fill up my car. So before I went, you know, I went to the ATM. I'm taking out $150 because I'm thinking it's going to be a thousand pounds of books, right? I'm like, all right, yeah, like this is going to be my next few days here. And it turned out not to be, I could fit everything in the trunk easily. And I got through it all probably within 10, 20 minutes. And uh, that kind of like, kind of you know it's like a shot through the heart right because i was rocking and rolling on my thrifting trip and now I, I was expecting this huge bulk buy and i'm like yeah like yeah this this week is turning out good and then like all of a sudden things start going south right so my mindset my, my mind it's done for the day yeah. and Deb, deb's like listen it's whatever you know it's whatever and uh deb's deb kind of jokes around with me too like she'll like look at the pictures and be like nah don't even waste your time nah nah like she she always tells me like and she's usually right and with that one she was right she's like hey don't even bother with this and i was like well you know it's a church it's a relationship ongoing if they have a lot of books i'll at least find some ones that don't have barcodes that'll you know make me decent money completely wrong so you know deb's kind of kidding with me all day long throwing it in my face but uh that was like kind of the start of my week. And as it kept going, I even got another one that kind of built me up here. My DVD guy reached out and said, hey, uh, my nephew got a storage locker. It's got books in it. He needs to get rid of it. Okay. Um, here, Here's here's my nephew's name and number. Hit him up. Hey, you know what's going on? Oh, yeah. What's going on? Yeah. My uncle said, you know, you, you and him are kind of in business. You can swing by the unit before anybody else and kind of pick through what you want to pick through. All right. Use book, guys, back on cloud 10, right? I'm riding high. Now I need that U-Haul. <laughs> in, I'm throwing it in Deb's face, right? Yeah, I'm going to be in the storage lockers, you know? I'm going to be in there picking before anybody else. And it's like, so he sent me a few pictures. Well, he posted on Facebook too. So Deb looked at the picture and Deb, Deb's like, that doesn't look that good, Mike. I'm like, listen, I don't care. Like, this is a, this is a reselling bucket list here to get in the storage <laughs> unit before anybody else, right? So I'm like, all right. So Saturday comes. And that's the day we're supposed to meet. Like he's going to text me the address and everything in a time. And I wake up like around 815. He texts me, hey, I sold the whole unit to somebody. So forget about stopping by. Oh, 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 man. I tell Deb and she's just laughing. She's just losing it. I'm like, oh, that's a sad story. That's a tragic story. I was so excited and it just kind of goes to show like, like birthday kind of excitement, right? Definitely not your birthday anymore. There's it's nothing it's guaranteed, man. It's so like, it's so up and down and you can easily catch yourself in a rut or you can kind of build yourself up to a point where it's not realistic. you like your expectations with things. And when it doesn't go right, like, you got to be able to just suck it up and just be like, yeah, whatever, you know. Like, I, I tell Deb, you know, hey, yeah, yeah, you were right. I say, tell her ten times a day, yeah, you were right, whatever. Like, <laughs> that was my momentum-filled week. What do you have going on with momentum?
1: Um, my eBay store is going up a lot. I'm doing some marketing there. I'm getting a lot of multi-orders. I had a eight hundred plus day on Tuesday of this week. Uh, as a result of that, and then some smaller. Uh, profit days outside of that. So, getting over five hundred dollars in sales on books is a is a pretty good win on the on the bay. Pretty much, so that was a good day for me. Um, people are buying more quantity things, so that's been the momentum. I've been working on that since December, and I've seen results from it. Um, a lot, and um, and I'm tweaking it here and there, and because of my tweaking, I'm seeing a gradual momentum there. Uh, also, increasing my follower count on eBay as well has been helping a lot. Actually, I didn't do any of that in twenty. What year are we in? Twenty twenty two. But now that I'm actually pushing it a lot harder, I, I'm I'm reaping the rewards of that push. Essentially, uh, my listings are about the same, but I do have plans to go up in that with the employees. Um, right now, I'm doing. We're launching about forty listings a day. End of March, we'll be doing fifty. End of April, we'll be doing 60. End of May, we'll be doing 70 listings launched a day with our two-week buffer.
0: So, like, what kind of, what can throw a wrench in your momentum? Like, you know, what's what's going to slow everything down? Like, what, what are some things, or just in your experience, like, what are some big hiccups where you were kind of felt like you were trending up and you're riding high, and then all of a sudden, you kind of, you're like, wait a minute, something happens, and all of a sudden, you feel like you're down in the dumps, like, <laughs> ready to call it quits.
1: Um eBay doesn't update that they either push out early or didn't announce that jinx with the whole day and or week depending on what's broken or well the, eBay thought this is a great idea this is horrible kind of deal. Um so it slows the routine down I guess uh which in turn slows the momentum down. Cuz now you're off by a week or a few days um with a, everything you've estimated. So I do a lot of spreadsheeting as you know so I hate when uh, my numbers get messed up because of unforeseeable things. But knowing this, I have accounted for unforeseeable things and a lot of my number crunching now that I figured out that it's not going to be the same every day, either from Amazon or eBay, like Amazon in particular. I mean, we've been locked out. Most of us have been locked out since what, late August? And now we're tail end of February. That's a lot of months versus the three or four I was counting on. And all my estimates so all my Amazon data is garbage now. Uh, but we do have some dates to go off of. We'll see when March 1st rolls around, how things will really be. Uh, or if we're going to be waiting a little longer. And then I just make adjustments from there. But even if the momentum slows down, uh, my eBay's momentum is going up. So I have to, that's how I accounted for that. It's just, okay, if I'm locked out of Amazon, uh, I will focus more on eBay. If I get if eBay's ever down for whatever reason, or there's some, her fluffles that we need to slow down our listing pace on well okay fine more time allocated to amazon kind of thing
0: all right so i got a question for you because i'm not heavy into ebay right i don't i don't you know you're like a thousand x what i am um and i always see like at least probably once every other day there's a lot of youtubers that complain that like ebay is down and it's not working because they're not getting sales like do you like is that all just you know? Is that just me getting suckered in like a like an old man for like clickbaity stuff? Yes,
1: <laughs> yes it is. That's not how eBay works. Um the the best people in the business why don't they make all the money all the time? Because eBay is kind of democratic on who they promote. Even though you you have the best thing, best price out there, they still rotate how they promote you on the search things or push you out further, like on Google and stuff. So just because it's a slow sales day, that usually means, unless you haven't done your list, you haven't done the usual, right? Excluding that, like you haven't done your daily listings or you missed a day. Um, it just gets rotated around. That That's usually why it's a slow day, It's because it's not your turn today.
0: Yeah, so it's kind of like the buy box on Amazon, right? It rotates, you know, it just doesn't stay with you forever. Even if right. you have the best price or, you know, the best description, the best title. That doesn't mean it's going to stay with you all day. It's kind of going to rotate between sellers. I guess that's I guess that's good to know because I never really thought about eBay like that before. Like they do have some kind of algorithm on the back end that kind of rotates sellers and items, even if they're maybe not the best priced or best title, right? That's kind of what we're saying.
1: Right, exactly. Like, look look at uh we were talking about this week, actually. Look at tech and sports. Why doesn't he get all the sales all the time for everything he has? Why hasn't he sold out all the time? It's because of that very reason.
0: Yeah, that, that's that's actually a pretty cool way to look at it. Um, so, so if you bring that back to, like, momentum, if you get caught up in that, like, that could be it, right? You know, like, you go down the rabbit hole of thinking uh, the reason you're not getting sales is because, you know, eBay is broken or Amazon is broken, you 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 can easily, you know, go down that rabbit hole and probably not come back out the other side because if you go and look, like those videos, they're out there, like I said, every day somebody's posting that eBay is broken because they didn't get sales. You could spend a lifetime just watching those videos. And once you kind of get in that negative mindset, like it just destroys you. And that's kind of why I, I, I kind of like lay back, try to take things easy, you know, try not to stress out about things, because when you have that mindset, like it affects everything around you, not just your business, it, it affects your relationships you have in your life, you know, just your everyday interactions, right? You can just, if you go out and go to the store, you can just see some people are just miserable, like <laughs> you can see it on their face. And if you have a business, you know, maybe that's why that person's miserable. Maybe they don't know how to run their eBay store and they just watch Joe Blow say, you know, the sky is falling and eBay is the reason why you're not getting sales and you just, you know, it just carries over on every aspect.
1: I've seen all kinds of nonsense. You just need to launch a couple extra more. You need to unlist things and relist. It doesn't, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. I mean, there's certain things to be said about launching things. Yeah, you'll get that first 24, 48 hour boost, but your store's not broken. That's just eBay being eBay.
0: Well, I, I forget exactly what you said. It's like, uh, you know, it's it's a lot easier to, like, complain and not take action than to, you know, look in the mirror and say, hey, I need to change X, Y, and Z and give it time for it, you know, to actually show you results.
1: Right. Um. And that comes with the consistency. Do the same thing every day. You will reap the rewards, at least on eBay, and you will reap the rewards on Amazon, actually, if you're sending in your box a week. Don't miss a week
0: yeah it's the same thing like if we even if we start to roll like kind of luck into the equation right because when you go out you don't know what the thrift store has it's not like you know hey i'm going here and i'm going to get 20 items you don't know exactly what you have but you kind of can create your own luck with momentum because with momentum comes consistency if you're consistently at the store or the thrift store of course you're going to find the better items you know because you're there more often and you maybe you get to know somebody maybe you build a relationship there I mean the momentum and consistency, like it can take your business to the whole next level, and you won't even know about it. You're just doing your normal thing, right? You're going into the store, you're having a conversation. If a, you know, an employee asks, I always say, be upfront about what you're doing, right? Don't be in there all sneakily, right? Like you're like you're boosting books. <laughs> like if somebody asks you what you're doing, like come on, I have I have the ring scanner. It's like the most obnoxious thing there is. People are probably like, you know what are you doing? Like this thing is not small and it shoots like a a laser tag, a laser beam. And usually the people putting out books, are usually older ladies and gentlemen, and they're like, Hey, what is that cool thing? I'm like, well, let's see here. Do you remember Robbie the robot or Johnny five? This is just a newer version of them. And uh, you kind of just explain what you're doing and you never know where that conversation is going to take you, but you have to be out in the stores, right? If they, if they see, you know, the used book guy in the store once a week, every week, sooner or later somebody that works there is going to be like hey what are you doing with all these books you're in here every single day right it's like you're can't later. reading all of these he can't be <laughs> yeah or, or like when you get to checkout right and you got like a cart full of books and like well you got a lot of reading ahead of you I'm like no here's actually what I do I don't plan on reading any of these like I have no problem with explaining it because you don't know where the conversation is going to go and if you're upfront with it maybe they say well hey you know that's cool we got a whole bunch in the back if you want to you know or or they even tell you, hey, we put them out this day, that day, this day. So with momentum kind of comes like a, a boost in your business overall.
1: No, one hundred percent. And and sometimes that leads to bigger deals, like, oh, you do this? Well, we got a whole lot of crap in the back room we would like you to go through. So we don't have to pair employees to do it if you're just gonna take it right now. Deal done. Let's do it.
0: It goes both ways though, right? You know, like you can ride high or you know, I've had times where your momentum is just terrible, right? You go you go out you, your hour and 10 minute drive and the stores just got junk and there's nothing you can do about it, right? But it's like, well, you're already committed. I'm already out there. I'm already out in no man's land. So it's like, well, this store sucked. The next store sucks. I'm like, well, I'm still going to the next one because it only takes one kind of stop to to kind of maybe open your eyes to maybe a product you never even knew existed, uh, a relationship you never thought you could have. Like it only takes one time to kind of just bust everything open for your business.
1: And speaking of that, and just because your store didn't produce that you went to, you shouldn't write it off entirely. I've seen people do that. Like, it was never good for me. I'm never going back. No, you should go back because it's that one time where they got the mother load there that's what you want to be there for you may you may i know mike mentions this a lot he may space out the time interval before he circles back to it but you don't just write things off 100% never
0: no even my worst crappy goodwill i'll go to at least once every 2 months if i'm out by there i'll just swing in i mean you kind of can tell things have changed when you walk in the, in the front of the store right if you see the same you know pair of beat up Nikes in the glass case for, you know, $50, then, you know, Hey, it's still the same bozos working here. You do a quick walk in the store and get out of there, but you, you got to hold, I I just like holding them accountable. That's what I'd like to say is like, you got to hold these store stores accountable. Make sure you know if they suck, they still suck. Maybe things change, new manager comes in and all of a sudden, you know, the 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 goodwill might look like a brand new store. The price the person pricing the stuff in the back might be doing it differently. Um, there's so many different things. I would never write something off 100%. It's just you you got to you got to pick and choose your spots.
1: I got a question for you. I want to know if you do this too. Usually when I'm done scanning or pulling for eBay in a store, I'll pick the five junkiest things on that row and put it on one of the ends and do that for each row. So I know if they can even touch the shelves next time I'm back in there.
0: Oh, yeah. You can do that or you can just leave kind of like the books, like if they're standing Yeah, turn up, a
1: different way. Yeah, straight, yeah,
0: yeah. And you'll be able to tell the second you walk back in there. I know like some people say, well... I just go in and look for the other colored stickers, but the thing with that is there's no, that's not, you waste too much time with that. I don't care what anybody says, because they're not putting all the books out in the same spot, right? It's different if they're working left to right and all the new stuff goes all the way down the right and they kind of just keep, cond- that's not the case. Whatever, you know, person's working there, they just go and say, oh, look, there's a spot there, one there, one there. So the sticker thing doesn't, doesn't add up. What, what you're talking about would kind of be better. Um, But yeah, you just kind of get a feel for it. And kind of you just got to understand, you know, with momentum comes ups and downs. And when it's good, it's real good. And when it's bad, it can be bad, like you can get yourself into a rut, or you kind of can just say, well, I ain't finding nothing. So this isn't for me when in actuality, maybe that next day or the day before you went, they were loaded with stuff,
1: right? You just never know. Or maybe they just have been too lazy. And it's in their get to put it on the floor later pile, you can ask like, "Yo." You got any new inventory in the back? Because I ain't not any new inventory in the front. And even if they don't, they can tell you, oh, we've stopped accepting books. Oh, oh, oh.
0: I mean, get some information. I'll tell you what. And even if you – I personally have seen uh, gaylords in the back of a thrift store, not a major chain, because um, their bathroom was in the back, right? So I'm like, let me go to the bathroom. I got two gaylords full of books sitting back there, right? I'm like – well, I got to shoot my shot here, right? So me and Deb get up to check out. And uh, older lady, I'm like, hey, I seen you have like two uh two huge pallets of books. You know, it's like, are those going out? Or, oh yeah, we'll get around to them. So you're not even going to win those battles, even if you know they have stuff in the back. But like, I'll tell you what, I was flying high when I seen them when I was going to the bathroom. I was like, oh yeah, here we go, here we go. And, you know, it just, it sucks. But, you know, you you, you move on to the next one. And maybe next time when you're there, You'll have somebody else, or maybe the manager will be there. And, you know, the momentum kind of works in your favor because you're out there, you see it, you ask the question, and then boom, that relationship. Once you get it once, you're in for life. I mean, as long as you're as long you're as their you're, guy. you're as long their guy. You know guy. how to treat people, right? And, you know, you're being fair about everything. Once you have that relationship, it ain't going to go nowhere.
1: Yeah, I had one of the libraries call me up. I, I put them way back in my mind just because I was super friendly to them last time when I cleaned them out. I didn't even. I didn't even write down when they were planning to do the, it was when I first started getting the library sales, but they saved my number. They remembered who I was. They even remember my name. Well, they probably put my name in the phone. Maybe, they, maybe you're not remembering my name, but they called me up next time they did a library sale just because I was a nice dude.
0: I, I always say, always save the contacts in your phone when you're doing bulk buys from people or places. I have their name, what it was that I bought from them. So I'll have, you know, like Johnny B., bulk CDs, 10 cents, it's because I've had people reach out to me more than once. And if I want to save their their name or number, then all of a sudden it's like, hey, new phone, who this? It's like you you lose that relationship right yeah. away, in my opinion, when if somebody reaches back out to you, like, hey, you know, kind of like my DVD guy, right? I had his number saved. And now, you know, it turned into now I got his nephew's number saved who does storage unit cleanouts? And like sooner or later, that relationship will produce something for me. So it's always good to kind of just just be on top of things with momentum and kind of create your own momentum. Even if things suck at the thrift stores, there's other things you can do, right? You know, maybe the books suck, maybe you focus a little bit on DVDs and CDs or you just kind of switch it out and just keep rolling with it. You're gonna you're gonna get beat up, you know. It just happens in life. Sooner or later you're gonna get beat up. Just get back up and keep going. That's how you survive. That's how we've made it to this point. It's not like everything's been, you know, amazing, right? How many zero sale days did we have when we started? You kind of just you got to be able to kind of put it in the back. And I know that's hard to say, like, just throw it in the back of your mind and forget about it. But with experience, with life experience, you kind of know like life happens and it happens in business too. There's lots of ups and downs and things can go sideways really, really quick. Yeah. So, I mean, just overall with momentum, I think, I think the big takeaway here is, with consistency comes momentum. Now that can be different for every single person. Johnny B's everyday momentum. Uh, it's fine. If you're once a week momentum, as long as you're consistent with that once a week, you can, you can walk into some good things. And you kind of like said it before, like, Hey, you know, maybe the one time you show up to a thrift store and it's like a gold mine that actually happened to me at a goodwill. Um, I was scanning the books lady pushes out a cart full of books. And I'm not kidding. It was a Goodwill cart full of the Warhammer 40k books. Ooh. I mean, I, I I wound up buying like I think it was like 95 percent of the cart, and like that's like that's like stuff you you hear about in like YouTube videos, right? I'm, oh, I'm kind of jealous of that buy right there. Yeah, at a Goodwill. So like it happens, but if I wouldn't have took the time, I and mean, it was my furthest Goodwill It was the one that was an hour and ten minutes out away. of the way
1: one. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So it was like. If I wouldn't have decided to, you know, just suck it up and drive out there for the day, like, or if I would have went the day before, or the day after, that opportunity is gone, right? So, some of it is luck, but some of it is just being consistent and getting out there, doing your routes, going to your stores, and just building relationships while you're out there. I think relationships kind of get overlooked a lot when it comes to reselling.
1: Yeah, I got one for you, uh, and I still use them, Uh there was an estate sale company, and I've been to a few of their estate sales, and they noticed I was just buying the books and the CDs and DVDs. They're like, hey, you want to come to our warehouse? We got a lot more of the stuff uh, at there because of when I wasn't going there before that they just accumulated. I walk in there. This is a 20,000-square-foot facility. I had no idea because they didn't strike me as the type. I ran out of tubs, Mike. I believe it. I didn't know what to do. I was like, can I come back? They're like, yeah, we'll be here all day. I'm like, okay, and it was like, well, I'm, I still have so much of their stuff, and they wanted me to come back again. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna need a minute to get through all this. They're like, that's fine. We, we got stuff to fill up in here, and and so I was like, do I? And I asked them, do I even need to come to your estate sales anymore? Like now? So okay,
0: done. It's- that's literally the opposite of what happened to me, right? This past week, right? I went to the church. This guy told me to bring a minivan. I could have brought a, a, you know, one of those smart cars that's got two doors and fit everything in it. You show up like, oh, you know, they probably got like a garage or something. I'll that's get a what few. I was
1: thinking. Are, are a couple storage units worth. No, no.
0: But what happens, right? If this happens next week again, right? Somebody from a church reaches out to the used book guy and says, hey, you know, here's some photos. We got books and it's 45 minutes away. Guess what? I'm headed back out there, dude. I'm rolling the dice again. That's how you build relationships. And he even said, hey, when we get more books in, I said, hey, I saved your number. I got everything, saved my number. And you kind of square away that relationship, so down the road when there's a next sale or something like that, you're lined up to go. And next time, I'll know there's not going to be as many books, so I'll plan a you know a thrift store route around that. So hey, I go pick get the books, hit a few stores, make a day out of it, versus kind of just assuming that the whole day is going to be devoted to that. Cool. I can't believe you. like that's 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 just how it happens though, right? You were like you were like I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring five tubs, right? If I fill up these five you're tubs, I'll twenty, and I needed so many more so but, many more i mean that's it though you you kind of built that luck yourself by being consistent getting out there you know talking to libraries building relationships at estate sales and auctions and all that stuff so with the momentum it's different right when when we talk about if you're just doing thrift stores your momentum is going to look different than kind of trying to actually build a media business because you can't just rely on thrift stores if you're going to have a full-time media business it's just not feasible. So if you're just focusing on thrift stores, if you're doing this part-time, your momentum is going to be getting out the thrift stores and being consistent with sending in X, Y, and Z, right? So we can sit here and say, you want to send in one box a week, then, or one box every two weeks, we'll say, your goal is to fill up that one box and get it out. That can be your momentum. Your consistency and momentum looks different than everybody else. It just depends what you have. Do you have employees? Are you by yourself? Do you have, you know, three hours a day? Do you have 10 hours a day? So it looks different for everybody. And if you're down in the dumps when it comes to like luck and momentum, listen, all you got to do is comment on one of my YouTube videos. I have responded to like 50 million comments over the lifetime of the channel and I'll say, shut up, get back out there. Good things will happen. I'll give you a little boost of morale, unless you're Johnny B. Whenever you message me about something like, dude, just close up shop and send me all your stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Much. All right. What's your, what's your final takeaways with momentum?
1: I'm going to use a quote from Galaxy Quest. Never give up, never surrender.
0: That's a good one. I mean, that's business, right? Just because you have a bad day doesn't mean you got to have a bad week or, you know, bad two days. Like you can things turn around in an instant, right? If we can be sitting here right now for all we know, and somebody could be typing up, you know, a response to a Craigslist ad that we have saying, Hey, I have 50 million trillion books for you to come take. And you know what? I don't even want a penny for them. I just want them going. <laughs> Okay, done. <laughs> done. All right. As always, we appreciate you listening, and we will talk to you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Reseller's Mindset Podcast. Today's full episode and all previous episodes are available to all YouTube members, along with the weekly Zoom call and private Discord. Head on over to youtube.com backslash to use and consider joining for as little as two ninety-nine dollars a month.